want to intro? Yep. Welcome to the 80s and 90s night. Welcome. Welcome to the 80- The 80s and 90s <laughs> uncensored. uncensored. <laughs> Welcome to the 80s and 90s Uncensored. I'm Milo Dennison. I'm Jamie Fenderson. All right, we got another wheel spin coming up. Can you see it, Milo? I can. The wheel looks kind of cool. Did you make some uh, color changes and stuff? Um, it's just a browser thing. I changed my browser to kind of a night mode, so. Oh, okay. Okay, we're going to we're gonna spin for the year, which we're running low on years. We are. We're almost out. Oh. 1999. Okay. Subject, and we, we have, have a few more subjects, haven't you? It's quite a few. Yeah, I've added more. So, because it, it's season three, we need to up our game, bro. All right. Events. Events. Oh, this should be interesting. Oh, yeah. Now, our too bad we already second, did an episode on New Year's '99. Well, only people who are subscribed to our magazine know that. Oh, whoopsie. <laughs> no, not whoopsie. People need to know, like, you're missing stuff. They should get the magazine they could read and they can get the password to the secret page and hear our other podcasts. But that's only it's it's like a nightclub. Kind of is where if you don't have the password, you don't pay the bouncer with a password. You don't get in. So what's up? <laughs> Exclusive. All right. I added a few more sub, uh, segments as well. Okay. So it might be challenging some of them. Oh, luckily we got the, the case, case of <laughs> done that the case of, all right. So we ready to go in the future. Let's do it, buddy. We're in the future now. <laughs> it's been a while. Future. That's why we're a little confused, right? Yeah. It's been a yeah, while. Yeah. We're like, I don't know, man. It's been a while since I've seen you. It, it's like we travel way into the future. We did. It's like we go two weeks without doing the show, recording anything and we forget how to do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's like, how do we introduce this? What do we do? We're like the Eloy in the future where, where they, or, or those fat people in Wally where they, in the future where they just don't know how to do anything. We're like those people in the That's future. Us. We just don't know what's going on, man. <laughs> but we do know what's going on. So yep. it was 1999 events, the case of. So we went with the case of Jesse Ventura versus Tony Hawk. Makes sense, right? <laughs> Well, the the alternative was because we talked about there were two like really bad events that happened in 99. We're like, yeah, let's compare those. But I don't think comparing like tragedies like that would be would be fair to like the victims and their families. So we we can be we we need to be respectful, too. Yeah, exactly. I mean, this is a lighthearted show. And yeah, yeah, we don't want to do anything. Well, we can talk about those things, but I think we should explore. Not in the form of a case of which is like a. Which one was worse? Which, which tragedy? Was worse? Which Let me tell you how my tragedy was worse body, than your tragedy. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we need to be we need to be a little more respectful of that. But the impetus, the the events that caused us to talk about, because you're like, hey, dude, you you guys, you that's a character study. That's not events. But there were two events that these guys had um, in 1999 that was the impetus. Um, so we, I, I guess this is what we could come up with. It's weird, but whatever, we're going to roll with it. So, yeah, we'll let the audience decide which was more interesting event, I guess. Um, I did Jesse Ventura 
And as most people know, he was formerly known as Jesse the Body Ventura, a wrestler who also did movies. He starred in, well, co-starred in things like Predator and had a role in Running Man and a few other films. I ain't got time to bleed. <laughs> exactly. Which is what he named his book. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but he was actually born James George Janos. Before he got into wrestling, he was in the Navy. He was a part of the U.S. Navy underwater demolition team during the Vietnam War. When he got out of the military, he um, got into wrestling, which makes sense. Got into working out and that kind of stuff. What's interesting about him, though, which is the precipice for ours, is in 1999, he ran for the governor of Minnesota, and he actually won the governorship. What's interesting here, though, he actually was the mayor of a town in Minnesota as well prior to that, Brooklyn Park, Minnesota. So he did a few years as mayor and then left the mayorship from in 95 and then a few years later in 98 ran for the governor. And he ran under the Reform Party, which for those who don't know, the Reform Party was founded by Ross Perot. For those that don't know, Ross Perot ran for president against Bill Clinton and George Bush and is potentially blamed for the fact that Bush lost because he siphoned a lot of the conservative votes away from the Republican Party. And in fact, he's pretty much one of the only third party candidates to receive so many votes. And so that's Ross Perot's thing. So Ventura ran under the Reform Party. But roughly a year into his governorship, he actually left the party and became an independent because of some internal party politics. He ran under the motto of don't vote for politics as usual. And I guess that worked for Minnesotan voters. He describes himself as fiscally conservative and socially liberal, which is interesting because that's how I'd describe myself. But I don't know how well he did at that because when he left office in 2003, he had a budget deficit of $4.2 billion compared to the $3 billion budget surplus that he had when he was elected. So budgeting wasn't his thing. Um, he did have kind of some good policy ideas, though. He was in support of gay rights, medical and marijuana, abortion rights, um, mass transit improvements such as light rail. He uh, denounced the Cuba embargo. So stuff like that. He's very anti both Democrats and Republicans, refers to both of them as monsters that are out of control. And while in office, he vetoed quite a few bills and not a whole lot happened because he was an independent. So he had a hard time working with the two political parties that was in office. In his last year, he vetoed nine bills. Of those nine, six were overturned by the legislator in his state. Um, he eventually basically didn't run for re-election because he was like, you know, it's too stressful to my family and uh, that kind of stuff. So didn't run for re-election. Since then, of course, he has hinted that he might run as a libertarian for president or, uh, and right now he considers him, himself a member of the Green Party. But really what he spends most of his time doing is hosting a show called The World According to Jesse which is on RT America, which is basically a conspiracy theory channel. So he's kind of turned into a conspiracy theorist since leaving office. Maybe he makes money doing it. Mm -hmm. I think we should have another podcast where we just do completely off the wall conspiracies. 
we'll probably get a bigger audience. I bet you we would. We start saying it was fast. People totally <laughs> There's some weird stuff and it's true. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But that's Jesse Ventura. I mean, he, he ran against the system. He won and he quite potentially would have won a second term, but he decided not to go for it. Oh, that's interesting. He kind of an interesting guy because it's a lot. It's interesting. A lot of wrestlers actually become good actors like in yeah. Hollywood and, and politicians sometimes because really wrestling is an, is it's not really a sport as much as is as, as the theater, right? It's a very athletic theater, but they're actors. Yeah. It's um, all entertainment. I mean, come on. They live with Roddy Piper is a brilliant film. Yeah. So they're the wrestlers. They're, they're actors, right? They're just highly athletic ones. The rock, you know, all these, they're, they're highest paid actor in Hollywood, the rock. Yeah. So, you know, it, it doesn't surprise me that they can also become good actors and actors also often become politicians because really it's all a big show. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he looks kind of badass. Like he, he looks like the kind of guy you, you check out the governor of our state and then you got the picture of him and predator with his big gun He's like, I, I got time to bleed. Yeah. That's how we roll in Minnesota. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Even> though- <laughs> well, they had a bumper sticker and t-shirt and basically the slogan was my governor can beat up your governor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, Tony Hawk, um, he, he was an actual sportsman because he was a skateboarder. He was born in San Diego in 1968. He, here's the interesting thing. Um, they had to get him when he was a kid psychologically evaluated because he had a lot of pressure on himself, like hardcore. Like when he played baseball and stuff, he was like really hard on himself. And they figured out he had a really high IQ, like exceptionally high. So then they had they put him in gifted classes and 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 stuff like that because I guess he's a really smart guy just just a gifted gifted dude right and one of the many sports he did was um, skateboarding and he really got good at skateboarding he was so good at skateboarding that he bought his first house when he was a senior in high school just from the money he got competing in skateboarding. Can you believe that? That's awesome, dude. Yeah, dude, damn. <laughs> you think you'd get it? You didn't get your first house as a senior in high school. <laughs> nope, I did not. <laughs> but you remember the 90s was big with the extreme sports X Oh, game, totally. Yeah. Right? The 90s was huge. That was huge with the with the X X games and and so the the extreme sports like skateboarding and snowboarding and those kind of extreme sports were really popular in the 90s. <laughs> And he competed in those. And in one of one of those X Games, X Games 5, in 1999, he made uh, 12 attempts to do something called a 900. Now, a 900 in skateboarding is a really technically difficult, if not impossible, trick to do. So you you know how they're going up and down on the on the you know skateboard thing, skateboard ramp, and they're doing their tricks. And this one, you you go up the ramp and then you do two and a half spins and then land, which is they, it's almost it's kind of impossible. Like it's it's considered like almost impossible. So he made uh, eleven attempts. And he went over time and, and all this other skateboarders like, hey, he's over time. Forget it. He's done. And then the Xbox game or X Games people are like, well, we're going to go over time because we're we're we don't have to follow rules. You just want to follow rules. How about this? He gets all the time he wants because we make up our own rules. X Games extreme to the max. Right. 
So then he did finally on his 12th try, he landed it. He landed it and and I'll put a video in, in our in our webpage of him him landing it and he was stoked. Everybody was stoked. He said it was the best day of his life. So that's the first recorded um 900 trick. And it was in front of a big audience in the X Games, which is super rad, right? It, you you it, he he did something as far as anybody knows, no one had done before. Some people had come close, like in the 80s like a couple years or like a, about 10 years earlier in 89, I guess some, someone came close, but they didn't land it. I guess landing it is the hardest part. Spinning it is hard enough, but then landing it and, and, and you keep going, it's almost impossible, but he did it. Did he win that X game or did he not because he went over time? I actually don't know because I focus so much on the actual trick that I don't know if he won. I'll, I'll look that up, but maybe, maybe he didn't. I don't think anybody cared. <laughs> Because he that landed point, like everybody was they're like, like whoever won or not, Tony Hawk landed a 900. So it doesn't matter. I mean, he won <laughs> by default just for landing like the first recorded 900. So he, he that year or two in 1999, you know, his video game series came out. So it was really popular video game series. Did you ever play his video games? I did Tony play Hawk it. Video? Yeah. Back on the, I think I had it on, I want to say the PlayStation. Yeah. And and it was, they were kind of fun because you and I can't skateboard worth this shit, but those video games make you feel like you can. Right. Um, So, so they're pretty cool here. Here's some other cool things about Tony that guys in our forties, like us can, can be like sweet. Right. He, he, he retired in 2003, but then he came back um, in 2011 and he landed the trick again. He was, he was, he was 43. Wow. And there's a video of him on Twitter and he landed and he said, I'm 43 and I did a 900 a day. So something that's almost impossible that he did for the first time in 99 years later, he did, he was 43 years old and he did it again. Badass, like Gen X unite. 40s We're not too old. Yeah. We're not too old. And he did it again in 2016 when he was 48. Damn. So is he going to do it again when he turns 50? No, he, well, I don't think so because he said it, this would be his final 900. Hmm. Cause I guess it's really hard. It's that hard where if you land it, it's a thing, it's an event. That's how difficult this trick is. But yeah, I think that's pretty badass. Um, he's a pretty interesting guy. He, he, I think he's kind of genius level. Um, he's been all over film and, and he's had cameos in film and TV. Um, he's on his fourth marriage. So I think he's maybe, he got that going on, which I can relate to, but yeah, I just think he's pretty awesome. So 1999, he landed the first 900 and recording and record like first recorded 900 in an audience. Um, and then he did it again in his forties cause he's badass. So he had a couple of badasses, man. Yeah. Yeah. Like what's cool is like, they both achieved something that people didn't think they could do. Right. I mean, this mm-hmm. was before the era of, a talk show host running for president kind of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He had Reagan is in the, you know, in the eighties and stuff like that, but he had been governor. He'd, you know, he had been involved well, in politics. Had the backing, full backing of the Republican party. Exactly. Exactly. So this time around, he was an independent. It was a very, like he spent pretty supposedly quite a bit less than everybody else spent on their campaigns but he was smart about it. He was very grassroots. He used as internet. 
you know, cause this is kind of that time of early mm-hmm. internet and uh, was able to kind of use that of reaching out to voters and kind of bucking the system. You know, nobody really thought he was going to win. And then he actually did. Same with Tony Hawk. It's like, it shows, look, if you commit to something and you know, you can do it, keep trying until you can do it. I would have been like, okay, well, I did it a couple, tried a couple times, failed. It done so. Yeah, I'm good. Or my time's up, forget it. And he's just like, no, I'm going to, I'm going to get this. I'm going to get this. And then to prove in his forties that he can still do that to basically say, look, you know, age is only a number, man. Like I can, I can still pull this off. Yeah. I, I think they're pretty badass dudes. And even though we were supposed to talk, like, we couldn't really find a suitable events, so we kind of made character studies. But but the there are two events that 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 defined this whole thing, so we didn't cheat. It defined the year. It was you know stuff people were talking about. It's valid. They're events. They're about people overachieving yeah. obstacles, and um, and we've decided to make them versus each other. <laughs> <laughs> For some reason, and you know people are gonna they're gonna look at it. We're going to release this episode and it's going to be like uh, Jesse Ventura versus Tony Hawk. <laughs> that doesn't make any 1999? sense. 1999? What? <laughs> you guys are struggling now. You guys are struggling. <laughs> it's that damn wheel. But you know what's funny is that it seems like these two guys aren't related that much at all. But you you did research on your guy did research on my guy we learned about these guys and the events that kind of made them famous in 1999 did you not learn something i learned oh, something. i totally learned so i didn't know tony hawk was considered a genius i mean i knew he was a smart guy just because he's the businesses he's done and the way he's marketed himself but yeah. i didn't realize he was considered a genius yeah and i didn't i i forgot that jesse how independent jesse ventura was i thought maybe he was like a democrat or something but he was totally independent. Yeah, he's very independent. Yeah. And they were both athletes, you know, in different areas, but both athletes. Yeah. I mean, Tony Hawk competed in real sports. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying the wrestling. Re- so here's the thing. Wrestling, not a sport. It, it's entertainment. It's a show. Now, I'm not saying you you have to be an athlete to, to perform in these shows. It's like Cirque du Soleil, right? You're, you're basically an acrobat and an actor. And so I have nothing but respect for, for that kind of athleticism and, and acting talent. You need to be a, a wrestler like that. But it's not a sport. I, I can't. I'm not going to call it a sport, bro. Well, because they go into that ring and they already know who's going to win. Right. Right. That's my only point. I'm, not, I'm not knocking it. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying it's not a <laughs> that sport. Type of re- that particular wrestling, the WWE wrestling. I mean, there's legit wrestling like you well, know like real wrestling, wrestling like, a, like or... the rest like the olympic wrestling exactly that i'm talking yeah. about kind of the show what they call rest the show wrestling like the wwf wwe i think call it now yeah yeah that that's not a sport tony hawk played a sport because he you he might lose and, and for real it's not predetermined like he might have not made that 900 and then everybody would be disappointed and and then that sucks and that's real whereas Jesse Ventura getting beat in the ring was is part of the script, but you still have to be extremely athletic to do pull those kind of athletic those acrobatic feats, and you have to be a very talented actor to 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 do it. Um, so I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I, I think it's it, you have to be extremely talented to do it, and that's probably why he's good like at politics and acting too. Yeah. So should we throw this out to Twitter? 
yeah, let's do that. Because <laughs> people who don't listen to the podcast or whatever, they just look at our Twitter. They'll be like, why are these goons like asking me who's more badass, Jesse Ventura or 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 Tony Hawk? That doesn't make any sense. And we'll be like, you should listen to the podcast. You want to know why, fool? <laughs> should listen. Yeah, we'll throw it out to Twitter. Let's let let's do that. I think that would be good. <laughs> It'll be interesting to see what that comes back because people will be like, I don't know why I'm voting on these two, but I guess this one. <laughs> yeah, and we won't give any context either. No. We'll just say who's more badass. There you go. And no context whatsoever. So so people who people who listen to the podcast and and, and vote, they'll they'll know why. But a lot of people are just going to see it on Twitter, like well, I don't know, Jesse Ventura seems pretty badass, <laughs> you know, or Tony Hawk. I like him. Yep. You know, they're they're gonna have no idea why. So. Tell your friends about the show, man. Otherwise, you're going to be confused. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Heard it here, folks. Go to Twitter. <laughs> place your vote. Tell your friends. Do it. <laughs> uh, if you want to follow us on Twitter, since we just mentioned it, it's the 80s and 90s com. You can check us out on the web at the 80s and 90s dot com. And we will say we are out of here like the Reform Party. Heard of them? Yeah. They didn't reform much or win much. <laughs> Goodbye. I forgot about them. We should do an episode of Ross Perot. I think it's so funny too. Because yeah, he, he's like, I'm so confused about what I'm even doing here. Like, because he was <laughs> one of the third party guys who, who went to the presidential debates. Usually, it's just the two guys, but he actually was three guys that year. Remember? Yeah, and he was just like with his big ears, like I don't know what I'm here, but. I'm just going to make things happen. I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to talk like yeah. that. I'm Ross Perot. I got a chart here. I'm going to show you my chart. <laughs> and But then his, if you remember, his um, vice president was some old military admiral who was like super slow. Yeah. <laughs> Probably <laughs> the counter, complete opposites. Counteract the mania of Ross, yeah. right? <laughs> you can't have two maniacs. You got to have, you got to have, you got to have a little bit of balance there, right? Yep.